Good morning, PML. This is your boy, Is Nefarious here. And I have the breakfast show. We got the breakfast crew in the building. We got Deloitte in the building. Deloitte, say hello to the people. Uh, yo, what's going on, PML fans? Your boy, Deloitte. We are back. Another episode it is officially week 13. I'm on by. I think you are too, now, so I'm just chilling right now. Yeah, we're both on by, bro. We gotta want to hang out since we're on by. Got nothing better to do. Uh, we we actually do got something better to do, and we'll talk about it in a second. But we got HD in the building. HD, say hello. We we also have uh, Wim Dog all the way from Limtown in the building. Wim Dog, say hello. Uh, what's up, PML? I uh, I'm not gonna lie, Neff did not see that one coming. Shut me <laughs> up, real quick. <laughs> I was like, what about the surprise recording? We'll see how it goes. Uh, we also have, it would have been better well. if the bot didn't have the, the now recording audio that comes through that warned you. It would have been better. As soon, as soon as I heard like three people come in, I was like, oh, all right, I'm shutting the fuck up. But we also have Cookie Boy in the building. Cookie Boy, say hello. <laughs> Yo, what's up, guys? So, we are here. We are on week 13. And guess what's back, everybody? College sportsbook and college football is back for PML. It's been a long time coming. HD has been uh, trying to push for this to come back earlier. Uh, HD, your your favorite thing's now back. How do you feel? Like, you pulled the fuck out of me yesterday. So, you know, it's supposed to come back yesterday. And he's sitting there, he's like, yeah, he's talking about how he's on the game, he's doing his recruiting. He's like, oh, oh, I'm going to go edit my players. I'm like, play the <laughs> motherfucking game. He's like, ah, you know, he's after this, after this. And then he does all this. He goes, ah, you know what, we'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, you buddy. Gotta, you got to ed- edit the equipment, bro. You can't just be looking any type he's of like, way. This guy's, this guy's jersey number isn't cool. I'm going to change it to this. I'm like, dude, <laughs> if you don't just show me some fucking football. <laughs> well... College sportsbook is back, and college college itself is back. So let's talk about college a little bit. I want to talk about uh, some early on um, stuff about the draft, like some top guys to really look out for coming this season, and also um, maybe some uh, some guesses on who would go number one overall. So Deloyd, uh, you're the college guy for us. Uh, just go into it and tell us some of the big names to watch out for uh, this, you know, this season for college sports. Well, you have Quinn Ewers, the quarterback. We don't know how many people is actually going to need quarterbacks, but this guy in real life is supposed to be that dude. Went to Ohio State, transferred to Texas, so we get to see him this season in the sim. We'll see how, you know, he he does um, over there at UT. Uh, Corey Foreman, who is a defensive end, I really like out of USC. Um, he's Solid. He has like some nice bends on him in real life, so we'll see what happens. Um, uh, but he should be a top five pick. Um, a lot of people probably like Kool Aid McKinstry. I, I think JT had to spell the name wrong on purpose. I don't know, but Kool Aid, um, <laughs> Kool Aid is in the draft class. Uh, another cornerback, of course, out of Alabama. You guys know how uh the the dev or the draft tool likes Alabama guys, so uh, maybe that's somebody. You know, people go after. 
And then um, Jack Sawyer, I believe is how you say it, out of um, Ohio State, another defensive end. It's a very defensive uh, end heavy-ish draft. I think there's a couple of guys that will go, like four, <laughs> four of them, maybe five of them that will go in round one. So, um, yeah, I think that's like the initial, the initial uh, <clears throat> breakdown of it. James Williams is technically the number one so, guy. He's a free safety. I don't know if he goes number one, but he's a free safety, which people will love, who is 6'5", 235. So if he has the he hit power. He is a freak. He, he is a freak. A linebacker, and that's where that Even if he doesn't, I mean, that's yeah, – Even if he like, doesn't, yeah. I feel like that's a guy that could potentially just move to strong safety too. Yeah, yeah. So um, we'll see how his season projects. I think he's a guy that because of that option – it will go hot. Like, could go top three, just because he can't. I I I definitely agree on that because there's been there's been talks and chat uh, throughout already about how you know how big he is and how dangerous he can be in in the right system. Yeah, so I mean, he could be he could be that guy. I mean, just for reference, the top right outside linebacker is two ten. So I mean, <laughs> he's way bigger than the top <laughs> linebacker. <laughs> So um, that's going to be a interesting storyline to see who goes number one. Uh, and like you said, Deloitte, as we move along, um, I know you said it uh, during the first draft, as we move along, less and less people need quarterbacks. So um, the good news is that with XP being so low, like I think season four, usually nobody needs a quarterback. Um but with XP being so low, I think there's still a market for a quarterback. Like, even though I, I, I feel okay with JT Daniels and with the Steelers, if I really wanted to, I could go after a quarterback. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like a quarterback is still a thing um, come season yeah. four for I, a lot I of teams. Almost yeah. like last year, though, if you do need one, I mean, you have literally yours and fucking uh, Caleb Williams, bro. Like, this is a draft class yeah. that – you could, you I, could I could name a couple of teams that need a quarterback, right? Um, the the Rams with Stafford. We didn't know Stafford was going to come back. The Broncos obviously need mm-hmm. one. Carolina is still open for a quarterback. Tampa Bay definitely needs a quarterback. And then there's some teams that, you know, maybe take a wild card chance on a quarterback that we don't even think. So, um, like the Giants or the, the Browns, you know? So, there's yeah, still, what, I think there's still dr- definitely a market. If the Giants draft another quarterback, I'll lose my mind. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think I've ever seen someone draft so many quarterbacks in the first yeah, and, round. Yeah, uh, the Patriots as well. Patriots have Rodgers, but like, we don't know if they're going to bring him back. So there's definitely a number of teams. So the interesting thing, too, is um, the reason, you know, we usually come into, like, season four, season five, and people don't need certain positions is because in an unrealistic way, you're able to force development at certain positions where you know the hole is going to be, you know, appearing, you know, moving forward. You know, I got this guy for a couple more years. I'm going to take this back up that star and dump content, get him up to 90. going to also uh, force um, XP on him with training and stuff like that. And I'll have that quarterback to step in and, you know, now, like the Matthew Stafford situation, I think if it, it was last Madden, I think Q would already have a replacement ready. Uh, I know he has uh, Michael Penix. I think he might, uh, would have been the replacement. 
but he really can't develop no, him the way he used to. He's a 61 overall. No, he would have been. Like, no, it, no, there's uh, no he shot. He's a 61 around. There's no shot. <laughs> I think there's a shot. You never know. Uh, Jane Daniels like a 64. Yeah. I mean, it was a good idea. <laughs> I mean, I turned Kyle, a 55 overall Kyle Allen into like an 85. Once again, so. it doesn't mean it's a good idea. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, but it was possible. It was possible for no fucking reason. Oh, that's all. That's all. That that was just my. You, all, you also killed. Jaden Daniels is a superstar now. Is all I'm saying. That man was a 64. So. Well, that's because he's in the right hand. So. Yeah. Well, that's different. He was like, yeah, that was mostly me. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, I put a lot of points into him to get him to a 70 something. <laughs> He just threw eight picks with Stafford. I don't, I don't know if KMFO's ever thrown eight picks in a game. No. No. I mean, the so I wanted to ask you. So, Deloitte, um, who's who's the who's uh, who's the game today? Who's 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 playing today? Sorry, something uh, came have, in my ear, and I was. It's it's week one, so it's not a lot of games. But it's, I believe this is the Chick Fil A kickoff. Uh, matchup, but it's uh number seventeen Oregon State versus Arkansas, or Arkansas if you want to pronounce it correctly. Um, okay, right. <laughs> what prospect do they got there? Uh, What's uh, some of the top have, prospects to look up for? I have to pull it back up. They have we had nine. There's nine people that are in the draft class. Uh, okay. in the game, I will have to. I mean, you we start the show and I'll pull it back up. Somebody actually load it up in a second and try these new sliders out. Anyway. So, so uh, basically, um, what, what's interesting too about the college and especially week one, you got certain matchups like this where Arkansas is actually rated higher in the game than uh, Ohio, right? And Oregon State, yeah. I, Oregon State. I'm sorry, I thought it was Ohio. Uh, rated higher than Oregon State, but. Um, you know, this this is something that will definitely change moving forward, potentially, because Oregon State doesn't even look like a good team. Could uh, could be I mean, definitely somebody that falls out. That's college football. You see that all the time. Like, the rankings are a combination of how you finished last season, just kind of your schedule this season, then your recruiting class and roster moving forward. So, technically, yes, Arkansas has a better roster on paper, right? But Arkansas has to go to the SEC. <laughs> there's no way they're going to finish that season ranked. You know what I mean? So I think you kind of take those things in consideration. And then on top of that, you never know. Like we've seen Alabama lose to – who they lose to? Like Kent State or something last T- season. Toledo. So, Toledo, yeah. We've seen Alabama lose to Toledo. So, you know. and then Everybody knows national, how good Toledo is. Alabama was your national champs at the end of the day. So, yeah, you never know. But with that said, yeah, I did. I did bet on Arkansas just like everybody else. in the whole – that everybody bet on Arkansas today, so we'll see. Yeah, I definitely went uh, went for that money line because you you never know what what will happen um, with a, with a game like that. And when you get an easy money line, you get an easy money line. I know it's only one point seven of what you bet, but it's better than betting the the uh, the plus or the minus because you only get double of what you bet. Um, so uh, the college sports book is back. That's interesting. Um, we had the, uh, Cardinals play last night. They finally played their game against the 49ers, ended up coming out with the win. Did anybody watch that game? Yeah, so that game, it actually got played during the afternoon, but I think, but, um, Lewis had raced out to a 17-0 lead really quick, 
And Ant came all the way back to at least tie the game, but Goose had closed it out. But what was really interesting about that game, Goose had a dev story for Kyler Murray. And he was really close to getting it. He threw his second pick of the game late in the third quarter and was a little bit of an unforced error. Otherwise, he was going to get the stats to get Kyler to Superstar X Factor. Nonetheless, Goose played well and got the win, the second win of the season. So shout out to Goose. But yeah, we, we missed out just a little bit on a Kyler Murray X Factor. Yeah, that would have been uh, well. Shout out to me for giving him that freaking game, I guess. <laughs> um, but that would have been really interesting to see Kyler Murray get X Factor because there's been talks already this season that Kyler Murray might be on the block. Do you believe I mean, that? If, if he became an X Factor, I would say no. But <laughs> I mean, I don't believe it otherwise because it would kill his cap to trade him. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, Kyler, I don't think he'd be on the move. But X Factor would. Yeah, he had just signed oh, Kyler. Yeah. No, deal. Yeah, nowhere man that's just they're just talking <laughs> if he just <laughs> going nowhere yeah I, I forgot who said that it might be a possibility um i don't know I if might. i believe it um if if you were a goose and the way uh because the goose has been the cardinals for this is a third cycle right so third cycle in a row he's been the cardinals and there's always been talk uh, from Goose, uh, you know, uh, kind of like Jack says and kind of like anybody with a mobile quarterback uh, most of the time says is, you know, um, all, that's uh, the issue of being unsim with them is always in the back of my mind and I can't really play, blah, blah, blah. And you get that excuse. Uh, do you think, you know, as third cycle in a row with the Cardinals, maybe you should have just moved uh, Kyler Murray early on instead of re-signing them and see, seeing – what it is without Kyler Murray, and you probably could have got a decent little haul back for him. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't rule it out. I feel like that is overthinking, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't rule it out completely, just because I, I you said Goose has had the Cardinals for three seasons. There might be some curiosity in that. I would. The only thing I would say is that if you're going to trade Kyler, you like the way Tom Brady got traded. You better make sure you get a legitimate quarterback in return, or to pick mm-hmm. to get a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because you're gonna, I, uh, you're definitely gonna need that replacement. If I remember correctly, I think I hit him up. I either hit him up for Kyler, or I was about to hit him up right when he signed up. What was uh? What was the what was the offer? There there wasn't there wasn't one yet. I just I was trying to see if he would move him, but okay. I, I think he might have just re-signed him. So yeah, I just re-signed him. I'm like, all right, well, I'll just go fuck myself. <laughs> oh, that's good to know. Good to know. <laughs> like, remember, or not remember, uh, before I um, before I offer some, I want to make sure, like, that someone's out there. I don't want to just throw an offer and then, yeah. you know, then there's speculations and stuff and names out there and shit. I'm just like, you know, let me make sure this guy's open before we get into a serious talk about it. Yeah, I would have liked to see him move him um, just to see, you know, maybe we'll see it next, next cycle. Uh, hopefully he does move from the, the Cardinals. Um, I know people feel uh, a type of way. It's just, you know, it's nice to see people try different systems instead of just with the same system, you're not seeing the success. Try a new system. Try a new team. See if it works out better for you. Like, um, that's the thing. Like, sometimes you might think you, you're in the right place, but you might actually be in the wrong place. Honestly, uh, HD with the bronze, the bronze might just be the wrong place for HD. Maybe he'll be better with a different team in a different system. Um, yeah. You know, so it, it could it could be something simple like that. Talk, talk like talking goose. Like I know you know, like you just said, everyone's like, oh, 
get him, get him out of Arizona, get him out of Glendale, yada yada yada. Um, I I'd be I'm okay with him being in Arizona, just because obviously my thing's a favorite team thing. I I'm a big fan of that. Um, I would like to see him stick with Arizona and trade Kyler, just for the simple fact that it's the same system. But if he can change like the quarterback, and I feel like he'd feel a little better. Um. And like actually change his offense himself rather than just change it to a different team with a whole different offense. Yeah, I feel like that Cardinals team kind of needs to. I, I don't, based on I think in man, the way Goose uses them, that's yeah. not a Kyler led team. Well, that we don't know. Based off the real very, life stuff, he may not be there neither. So maybe you're right. <laughs> right well, good. <laughs> Goose is real, I feel like Goose is kind of run heavy with his running backs rather than run heavy with running the offense through Kyler. So that's why I feel like if he just moved on, trade Kyler, he could have went and got he could have went and got DJ or somebody or Bryce Young or even the draft before that got a quarterback and um you know maybe he'd have a little bit more success with a more balanced or a more passer or pocket passer style quarterback rather than being mostly mobile yeah. um, and Kyler. Yeah, the only thing I'll say, like, I feel like Goose run doesn't run a lot of like options and stuff like that. That plays that open up Kyler's mobility as much. I mean, I saw him do a little bit of against, so like maybe he's working on it more. But like, he, you know, he likes to run a lot of eye points like that. Maybe that's just not for Kyler. Yeah. Well, and and on the other side though, like, you know, we we talk about how broken. Um, like Josh Allen is and Pat Mahomes when in the right hands. I don't, I don't really mind giving you know the most OP and best quarterbacks to maybe users that are on the the bottom uh, of, of the tone pole. Like you know, let let them mess around with them. Let them you know play around with them and let let all the sweats handle all the the shitty quarterbacks. Let me go to let me go to Baltimore. Well, um, you know uh, that's an interesting name. Uh, I and to be honest, I'd like to see JT with a different team, but JT do whatever you want. Everybody else, honestly, I, I you know, think, you know, think yeah, it's a cycle that he's gonna. Think I think he's gonna change he, next year. Who do you think he's gonna go to? I I don't know, but I I think he I think he moves on from unless they make a big splash. Pick this year, I think he changes. I, I, Unless I they don't. make a pick that he really likes, yeah. Like trade, like even like a trade for someone. He, like like you just said, Kyler's out of the. He, he's a big. He wants a. He wants a good quarterback in Carolina. If he gets a good quarterback there, he'll he'll run another cycle with them. But I think right now, personally, I feel like he could be more on the like sixty forty of being out of Carolina. That would be interesting. That would be interesting. We'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> this was the same thing last season, though. And we we thought he might leave for the Steelers because he's a he's a huge Najee fan. So um, maybe this is the cycle he leaves for uh, for Najee or some or some other running back that he's in love with. Um, but you know, uh, enough talk about that. Uh, the Cardinals win this game, and now they go up to play against the Ravens and Jack and I'm. Uh, well, I'm really hoping that they come out with a win uh, for obvious reasons. Um, go, go Birds. Well, Cards. They're both Birds. Go Cards. Um, what was the – What was Was there any other game that we were waiting to play? So, was yeah. it the Bears and Lions? Bears yeah. and Lions. 
Sweden. Mike's blowing him out, and then uh, you know, Bacon's internet pulled up, and uh, they DC, and uh, you know, and I, then I Mike Mike offered him to run it back for a hundred points. <laughs> no, <laughs> actually, I did want to. I did want to talk about this though. Um, so. Obviously, Bacon didn't want to run it back. He was down three, four scores. He doesn't want to run it back. Whatever, cool. Um, Mike wanted to play the CPU, and I guess one, if your sim score is not a ten, you're not allowed to play the CPU now. I guess. That's I think that was always a thing. I think I that was always a thing. Don't think so. That that sounds really familiar. That's why I'm saying I think I, it was always a thing. I've never heard that being forced. Like I'm not gonna say I know it's a rule or not, but I've never heard that being forced until hearing this. Uh, I or, might I might be totally wrong. I just think uh, I think that was already a thing. But there's an infraction because when I played drama, uh, my sim score was a ten, and they said since there was going to be a problem in the game, I wasn't allowed to run back. But my sim score. Well, you also like, kicked them and all that. So like you know, I don't I don't know. If that's the game that we. Because there was a ruling still going or, on with your game. They were figuring out what kind of suspension to give you. I mean, you could still rule it. But I should be able to play it still, but that's not the point. Um, I just I've never seen this been like 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 cooks. I've never seen it enforced. I that's why I I feel like this isn't this is a yeah. new thing. Uh, this I also didn't know that Mike didn't have a ten sim score. I wonder who's hitting him up. Like a, I think he's at like a nine eight or a nine nine. Drama. He said drama hit a sim score bad. So interesting. Yeah, because I have. Is- Pick up my last pick em player was Baker Mayfield, and he needed three touchdowns. So, obviously, I'm watching the game, and he gets the third touchdown. I'm pumped, and you know, a little bit later, um, the game just connects. And I'm like, All right, well, like, what are you guys gonna do? Like, you know, Bacon's like, I'll go get a hobby, Bitch, I got content points, my fault. You're fucking you go to McDonald's and play on your fucking PlayStation. Better wife. Like, Bacon's funny, bro. <laughs> think, he's tournament to get him a new fucking modem. That's messed up. Bacon's messed up, man. Yeah, this is my hobby. <laughs> this is your hobby. What the fuck? <laughs> I think yeah. I'm gonna. I, it's just I so perfect how casually you drop that in there. Bacon, Bacon is a funny guy, but um. You know, uh, I know Hype Mike, Mike was trying to get, um, so we know how spectacular Garrett Wilson's been this, this season. He had 10 catches for 114 yards in the first half. And um, he was doing a bunch of jet sweeps and stuff, so it looked like he was trying to uh, get air yards. He was getting his air yardage down, and then after he did all that, he, uh, he benched him. So, um. That was another thing that, you know, is affected by not being able to play the computer. Um, Mally had a Mally had him on his uh, fantasy team, I guess. So, you know, after they run it back, he actually took him out for the sim and Mally didn't get points for him. So I know Mally was upset with that. That is unfortunate. So we're seeing uh, how many people won this week on the pickums to, uh, to be exact. It was like three or four. Greeny, Deloid. Yeah, I, think that was I don't know if it's anyone else. They, I I thought I saw JT win too. Yeah, JT did win. He did win. 
Well, well JT did rigs it, so that doesn't count. Yeah, what did it, what did he what what was the pick for JT? Uh oh, I was gonna scroll back up. All right, uh let's see. H D one with Jaden Daniels going over Trey Lance, Antonio Gibson, Gary Bryant Jr., Derrick Henry. That was last uh, week's that was last week's he won with J uh Jaden Daniels. This is JT. Jaden Daniels um over the total fantasy points. Sam Howell over the total touchdowns. Jalen Waddle over the total touchdowns. And OJ Howard over the fantasy points. All right, I was just trying to make sure he ain't cheating. And he got he OJ ha- Howard's right. fantasy points oh, over under was fifteen. He got fifteen point six. <laughs> wow, that's wild. I just uh, the the funny thing is I uh I I just checked the I had a couple plays from the Saints and the uh, Packers that were played last night. I had the under rushing yards for Alvin Kamara, knowing that he would get blown out and not be able to run the ball. And then I also had um, Jawan Johnson under fantasy points. He finished with fourteen exactly. And I think it was fourteen point six that uh, wasn't the line. It is, I find it really interesting how those numbers come out, and they pretty spot on. I mean, those are really good numbers that usually come across. I think their averages based off my pattern that they calculate. I I love I love that it was added to uh, PML in general. I think it's great. Um, we haven't seen a lot of people winning, and I think there's a lot of people trying. Um, you know. To uh, do the pick 'em and stuff. Everybody used to do five out of five, and now everyone's. You see everyone doing like two, three, or four now. Yeah, because I got greedy yesterday, went five, and lost last night. So I think I'm the. I think I'm. I might be. I'm not sure because I don't. I don't keep track of how many people actually like submit it. I think I'm one of the only ones that keep doing five every week. And what you do five out of five? Yeah. How much do you usually put on the line? Is it always the same, or do you change it up? I put five on the line, I pick five players, and I win 40 back. But, again, we don't know how many people are actually doing it. We just know yeah, the winners. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, well, we know how many. It says in chat how many submit. So. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah it's like a sim score thing. So, uh, but I won last week, and I won the week before that. So, that's 80 points in two weeks. You rich, rich. Yeah, and then. Uh, I don't even know man. why you and Neff are even here. This is just be I said, listen, I said, today, <laughs> I said it today. If Cook can I, win his I wasn't game. I going to show up. I parlayed the Chiefs and the Texans to win fifty six points. If if Cook can win, I get another fifty six. That'll be ninety. Oh, you put, you're putting the pressure on me now. Putting the pressure on you. Listen, I didn't even know DK and Lions played last. Oh, they did. They played at like two a.m. Yeah, that was a game I wanted to watch, and they. I, I I hate when good games like that are played so late and no one can see them. Fuck, I'm not gonna go back and watch it. I don't have the patience for that. But I was just, I'm disappointed I missed that game. Enough yeah, music. So, yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Just, uh, I'm actually updating our pick'em uh, as we speak, I'm trying to uh, get that updated for everybody, so we know where we are as far as standings. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks since I uh, been on top of it. So, so why do you uh, do that? Do you guys want to hop into the games that were played last night? Yeah, I mean, there was good. 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 Yeah, yeah. We had a few of them played. Uh, the first one on the list. Uh, the Green Bay Packers keeping their momentum, you know, going forward, taking down the New Orleans Saints, forty-three to twenty-one. 
Jordan Love dev game. Did he? Get yep. And yeah, two dev games. He had a he linebacker. Got, he got superstar for Jordan Love. He got a and, quick draw. And, and he got a Yo. superstar dev for his linebacker Peyton Willis. Yeah, oh, that's the linebacker I traded to him. This is this oh, past offseason. He, he got quick draw and he got jukebox. Let's go. Maybe. We're about to switch that out. Right? <laughs> hey, maybe if he maybe if he swaps it, he'll get closer and he'll really win. now recording. He'll get closer. He re- or um anchored extender. Nah. Oh, yeah. Check no, you, want you, you want closer. Oh, nah. I'm on Anchor Descender, man. I haven't seen that thing activate all season. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know if there's any comments on this game. I think we all pretty much expected this. Uh, the Saints yeah. are pretty much on like a down. But I, I think I'm fully off of the hype train. I don't even know where the Cami hype train is. No, I'm talking about Super Bowl, bro. Super Bowl hype train. Oh, yeah, Super Bowl hype train. Yeah, yeah. The, the train has win. been derailed and it's currently laying on its side in the middle of fucking yeah. the, Baton Rouge. The division hype train for the whole division is still running. Like everybody's train is still going. <laughs> but his, his Super Bowl hype train, I think, uh, I think that is like you said, that is derailed and in somewhere I'm struggling right now. Yeah. Um, it didn't make the it Packers. Hurt. The Packers yeah. hype train is getting a little bit of steam, though, as far yeah. as can the Green Bay Packers, like, we're going to talk about the other uh, teams they're competing against, can they win this NFC North? Because we didn't think it was possible a couple of weeks ago, but the door is opening, and we'll see. How many games behind is he? I think he's only one game behind now. And Mike has to play, Mike has to play KMFO. Mike got KMFO, yeah. And, mm. and they have one more matchup against each other this you know year, what? I believe. Mm. K- KMFO just said yesterday he needs Mike to drop a game, and this was, he dro- he just dropped one. Oh, yeah, because he's worried about the number one seed. That's why. He, he wants the number one seed locked if possible. But uh, Green Bay, Detroit, Week 15, that could be for the division this rate. Yeah, especially the way the, way the package have turned it around. Um, hopefully I can give him a loss next week. I think that's the first team I play out of the bye. So, so yeah. that he's gaining some steam, but um, we'll, we'll see what we can do. <laughs> I will say, I, <laughs> I was saying this before, I still think so. I think Hefe's wins, um, they are against, like, mediocre to bad teams. Um, so I feel like... Oh. Except for Even that Raiders game. Oh, no, like, he's kind of switched, he switched it out in the past couple of weeks. He beat the Raiders and he beat the Rams. Like, he started to beat your team. I'm now. saying, if you let me finish, asshole, most of his games asshole. are teams. So when he gets to hype Mike and when he gets to the playoffs, I think it's going to affect him more than it's going to help him. It's going to hurt him. From playing, I mean, that's, that's the that's the Q effect that we talk about, where Q doesn't get to play that competition. That could be, just looking at the rest of his Packers schedule, it could be true, but I mean, I think Hefe's hitting his stride regardless. He's starting to find the identity of this Packers team without Rodgers. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree with that. It's, it's taken some time, but I think he's finally starting to put it together. Yep, agreed. Um, moving on to the next game that was played, though, the Buffalo Bills took down the New York Giants 38-28. to So the Bills, they get back in that winning category. Well, no, they did last week, too, right, against the Jets. But um, they continue their ways, I guess, um, playing good. Only one quarterback from the Giants. Uh, so, you know. Mm. Improvement. That's an upset. <laughs> you hit, yeah, That's an upset. So you didn't hit, you didn't hit his, the over-under on uh, the amount of quarterbacks you <laughs> Uh, no, we the only thing that. he hit was his fucking head. Um, <laughs> That's rude. Uh, the the Giants, Giants were in it for most game. of the game, though. 
Yeah. You watched the stream cook? Non-existent. Uh, no, I, I popped in like once when it was like 24, 21. It was like the Giants were always close, but and you never felt like the Bills were in danger of the game kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but, um, Giants didn't, like, just looking at the stats, like, they did not run the ball. <laughs> I mean, they, they met their 10, like, requirement, but, like, six Who carries did? Barkley, the Giants, five carries from Ely. Uh, yeah. Barkley had 13 yards, Ely had 17 yards. So it was like, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Well, was gonna so, 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 uh, the funny thing about Byrne, um, he, uh, kind of reminds, well, we say we say this before they're the same player, but him and Fallen are legit. It's crazy how identical because we moved to next gen. They both legit can't run the ball anymore. The only thing that's not identical is that Fallen is still finding a little bit more success than uh, Burn, but Burn is also in a tougher division than yeah, and Fallen. And Burn didn't trade for Russell Wilson. And he didn't trade for Russell Wilson or doesn't have the pieces that Fallen does. But they're legit the same guy. They both uh, ex- uh, ex- uh, excelled in running the ball last gen when you could bounce it outside and you could just, you know, swerve run. Um, the only one trap was glitchy as well. Um, this gen, they really don't find the same success on the ground as they used to. And it's really, I think it's hurting them a lot more than helping because when you become that, you become so uh, one-dimensional. With the Dolphins, it's a little easier because you have all that speed. But when you become so one-dimensional, it really hurts you uh, offensively. And you're seeing that with Burn, more so with Burn than you are with Fallen, just because of the weapons around them. On the flip side, Bills, so they're now 10-2, and and that race for the number one seed in the AFC conference is still going. It looks like it's going to be a three-man race between the Bills, the Broncos, and uh, whoever wins the AFC South, but mainly the Bills and the Broncos. So the Bills are 10-2. and two. The Broncos, when they go to 10-2 and two as well, Bills and Broncos play next week. Oh. Mm. So, so the Bills, they're positioning yeah. themselves for is their the AFC championship rematch. Yep. AFC Championship game rematch could decide who gets the first round by most likely. So, yeah, the Bills are setting themselves up for, like, you know, good win against the Giants, but they got their eyes on sure. I fully, I fully expect for that game Bubba to cheese the fuck out of K-Mac to get that win, take the suspension or whatever, and get that, that first round by. He, he did it it's the last new guy game. Bubba, though. It's new guy Bubba, though. He's not going to do that. Nah, if you were going to decide to cheese, though, like, is K-Mate the guy to do it against? Because he'll just no. answer, answer what is it? He's like, oh, I'm used to this. But here's a Bubba. Bubba watches. You're opening up Pandora's box. Bubba, that plays, Bubba plays that game style. He watches that game style. He studies that game style. I think he can compete very well against it if they got into a cheese match. Oh, yeah. The, 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 the championship game, that was probably top five cheesiest games ever played in PML, that championship game. So I uh, wouldn't be too surprising if it happened again. He's definitely come out gun- He's going to come out guns blazing. I, I, he keeps calling his number on the Super Bowl. It's only season three. I mean, he, there's plenty of time. Yeah, but at the same time, of course, this is the regular season. So, like, do we expect him to even show the full playbook to K-Mac? We'll see. Yeah, Bubba don't care about that, that shit. That is very true. 
I don't think Bubba cares about that. Uh, we'll see, man. We'll see. Uh, the next game, though, a very important game in the AFC wild card race. The New England Patriots, I think they came from behind, but they took down the oh, yeah. Miami Dolphins 30 to 27. And really, so, must both teams. Baldwin was up and in control of this game for most of it. In the second half, he threw a pick. Like, he got the ball first to start the second half. Threw a pick on the first offensive play. All right, he's still up. He's still up by like 14 points in the fourth quarter. Then he tries to, you know, run around with Russell Wilson, ends up like 20 yards behind the line of scrimmage, and tries to throw the ball away. But in his attempt to throw the ball away, Greeny actually gets a user pick near the uh, out-of-bounds line and takes it back for six. Seven-point game. Fallen marches downfield. Fallen throws another pick six. Tie game. And from there, Greeny was just able to get the win. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. That throwaway pick, I'm tweaking. I'm, I'm, I might just connect the game. But, I, but, like, the way – I mean, he was 20 yards behind the line of scrimmage facing the wrong way when he threw it. So, like, that ball can only go so far. Also, it didn't say throw – it didn't say throw away when uh, the throw was made. Fallen said he was trying to throw the ball away, but the game, the feedback just said, like, under pressure and accurate across body. Oh, so he's probably throwing he it to made, He made a throw. He made a throw. He made a throw. That was not a throwaway. <laughs> What a goofball. Yeah, but I basically, Fallen completely the end, gave this game away. I seen the end when it was, uh, what, fourth down or something like that. And, and he no spiked it. Out, and he spiked the ball. Whoa. <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, so, apparently, uh, what happened was it was a third down the play before, and Fallen tried to yeah. throw it. He had a, a surprise, surprise. He had a crossing route open, and he tried to hit square to throw the crossing route, but he crossed the line of scrimmage and gave himself up. So there wasn't much time. He had no timeouts. He ran hurry up. But for some reason, he ran hurry up to spike the ball and then immediately spike the ball after. Like, he didn't know it was fourth down. Like, he oh, didn't oh. take the time to maybe audible to a fake spike or something like that. He just, he spiked you. Like, done. Whoa. <laughs> that's yeah, that's a brain mouth. I was right like, there. man, that dude was like, this game over. Fuck this shit. <laughs> <laughs> spike the ball. Wall <laughs> So, uh, that 100 points that he, he spent last week was well worth it because he would right now be sitting at 6-7 and seven and behind he the Patriots in the AFC East. Yeah, he would have been. I think he's, in I think he's still going to be behind him. I think he's still going to be behind him because that's our first matchup. So, Green's got the head-to-head. So, when we advance, yeah, he'll for be now, uh, he'll be behind him. He would, if he would have had that second loss, he would have definitely been in a hole. I mean, but – yeah. That their next game is super important. I think if the Dolphins lose yeah. that, it's pretty much. Yeah, I mean, we we I think yeah. we talked about it like the last breakfast show or the one before. That Dolphins Patriot matchup is going to knock one of them out the playoffs. Yeah, and right now it's looking like Green's got the upper edge. Yeah, definitely. But when yeah, no, I was I was what's the tiebreaker? Yeah, when I you was stunned. Like if they finish the same record. If they finish with the same record, say for for fuck's sake, they finish nine and eight together. They split one and one. What's the tiebreaker for that? Was it is it differential in the game? It's the no no no, it's it's division division record. It's division record then conference record, and that's supposed to be like common opponents and stuff like that. Just like a number of tiebreakers. We just kind of go. We we definitely does not go for points (laughs) four. That that's a long ways down the. Yeah, and then alphabetical order at some point. Yeah, yeah. With knowing Madden in alphabetical order might be like second on the yeah. <laughs> yeah. Madden flips a turn. I like your like name. Talking. You go to the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> Man, but we did not expect this. <laughs> so uh, 
that was a very very big game um and of course like you said the the next matchup is probably going to decide who loser will, leaves town yeah potentially be in that last wild card spot um but I will say, luckily for them, everybody who's fighting for that wild card has a tough schedule to finish out, so you never know. Um, but the last game that was played, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs taking down the Detroit Lions 42-35. to Both teams now sitting at 9-3, and and I believe the Lions did not play um, the wide receiver. I can't think of his name right now, but the one. Gary Wilson. Yeah, yeah, the one that's like over the. the yeah, he, he did not yeah. play. So this was this was a wild game. It got played at like two a.m. So naturally, I saw it, and <laughs> Prime time right game. away. For, yeah, for that, you know, I had that with like one. <laughs> the first one is for the usage rule. Yeah, what? he's like he has a lot of their catches in the season. I think he had like sixty three of one hundred and sixty three going yeah, into so last week. He was at thirty six percent. And then obviously this is now the week where it starts to count. But last week he they had that force win, I believe, right? And yeah, he took him out of his lineup. Yeah, he didn't fly him. him. Yeah, so, so he may be fine. I haven't looked at his. Is thing. it thirty? Per, is it still? Is it thirty percent or thirty three still? Twenty nine point nine, I think yeah, it is. Right? Yeah, like, twenty nine point nine. You're safe. As soon as it hits thirty, you're done. Yeah. What if he had twenty nine point two? Then he's safe. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Rounding down, I like it. Yeah, because uh, literally no. with with Darnell Moss, he was at thirty point three, and I was like, "Damn, if I had two less catches, I would have been good." So my <laughs> assumption would be he he got it. Well, oh, man, that's tough because you know that bacon game, he got his air yardage down, but now if he has to sit him the rest of the year, you're getting suspended for one of the two. Uh, I don't think he has to sit him the rest of the year, though. I mean. Just based off the number, like, depending on how many but catches it, that took place. I mean, 22. His, his air yards, though. Check out his air yards. Yeah. His if air yards close. Passing week. Close. You don't know when that suspension yeah. is going to be put down. Yeah, his air yards is close, but you do a couple jets, uh, touch passes, you know what I mean? A couple bubbles. From what yeah. it took like, him to do against crazy. was 10 catch. he had 10 catches for 100 yards. So, like, that's why I feel like, you know, one. Of, I feel like it's high enough to the point where he needs to give him 10 catches, but if you're giving him 10 catches, you're just making your usage worse. Yeah, no, it's 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 going to take some, oh, tricky uh, tightrope. Tricky yeah, tie definitely going to take some calculations. You're um, supposed to manage that better in the first twelve weeks. <laughs> I think he was shooting for a dev for him. Um, obviously, with the way that he's fucking just throwing the ball to him nonstop. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's funny. I, I mentioned like, man, Garrett Wilson's about to break the uh, yardage record, and then someone's like, oh yeah, but he's also breaking the air yardage rule and the reception <laughs> rules. And I was like, oh, oh that's why. I, I I actually tried to trade for Wilson um, in the beginning of the year when I traded for Olave, so I had all three OSU receivers. He wasn't having it. So was that the plan? Mm. <laughs> yeah, he's just a mutt. Listen, I got he's, to do He's just a mutt guy. They there. wanted a theme and team they're, and they're shit. Hooping. <laughs> yeah, theme team. Mutt guy over there. He's hooping right now. Olave and Jackson Smith and Jayba are the best duo in the league. Imagine if I had Wilson. Hmm. Um, back to this game, though, right? So, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, back to this game. So the first offensive play of the game, um, DK throws into double coverage to Hardman, and Hardman comes down with the catch. And as soon as that happened, I was like, uh-oh, that's not good. Because we know Hype Mike, when something gets him on tilt, that he plays like he's on tilt. And right away, he threw a pick six on his first offensive drive. He went down 14. I think he was down 20 at some point in the game. But then, you know, he still stuck around and was trying to make the plays. And all of a sudden, like, 
not going to lie, DK was getting a lot of lucky plays early on in the game. But then Hype Mike started getting a lot of lucky plays where he was thrown into traffic and his guy would catch it or something. And he got his way all the way back into the game to the point where he actually took a one-point lead or something like that, or like a two-point lead with a couple minutes left. But then DK, for you know the second week in a row, was able to drive downfield, get it into field goal range. I would have won him the game. But then he actually scored a touchdown towards the end when he could have maybe kneeled it out and just kicked the field goal to win. He was like, all right, I'm going to score a touchdown. He got a two-point conversion to go up by seven. And then Hype Mike got to about the 30-yard line. He had no timeouts. He had thrown the ball to his running back. Like a little uh, wheel route to about the eight-yard line out of bounds, but they didn't rule it a catch. It was incomplete. And then the next play, he threw a pick that ended up ending the game. Yeah. <clears throat> game. I, I think this game... I think I'm lagging. No, you're not. You're good. No, you're good. I think this game makes DK my dark horse for the Super Bowl. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Horse, don't we all have them like in the top five in the power ranking? <laughs> that yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but, but <laughs> it's a foregone conclusion that you're going to have the Broncos and the Eagles in the Super Bowl. Isn't so it? I get I, why. I wouldn't say that. That's- that's Isn't not it? a foregone. The Broncos the Eagles, yeah. No, yeah, Eagles I, definitely, yeah. Yeah, I feel like the AFC is open between a couple of teams. I don't think it's a foregone conclusion, bro, that the Broncos are there. I think the Broncos, you could say, are favorites, yeah, but like I don't think. I mean, we've seen them lose in the playoffs. We need DK's got to get over that hump and beat him though to be able to really. Yeah, but I think he has the style, and that's the well, that's yeah. the crazy part. Him, and, him, Bubba, yeah. and K Mac are probably my favorites right now, obviously too. It was always Bubba and K Mac, but I think I'm going to add DK to that that race in there for me. I, I think so too. With that team, he's doing exactly uh, what you should do with that team and all that speed. He's uh, proven to be an issue, and he's got a running game to go along with it. Yeah, and interestingly, DK, speaking of usage stuff, DK actually gave Clyde Edwards a layer to bulk of the touches for running back, trying to take down uh, Philip Lindsay's touches. Lindsay's. Mm. And Philip Lindsay, you know, he's that signage that we all make fun of, but you know, he wanted him just so K Mac couldn't and he he's making him a fucking a threat more than so they, you know. They were playing could. without playing. <laughs> like they were both over here on, on usage management and things like <laughs> that. Like had players out, so that that's always think, interesting too. Hmm? Do you think Garrett Wilson really changed this game? No. Nah. I mean I'm sure he did something. I mean, the dude, how many, how many yards does he have? <laughs> like 1,500. But then, but then he goes to the game. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, they both played without playing. Um, I don't yeah. know if that would have been enough to change, like, the outcome of it, though. You know what I mean? Because he still had the guy step up and get a lot of yards in the absence. So I was, I uh, go that that was a clash. If, if Wilson would have played, that would have been a clash of two uh, top wide receivers playing. Wilson's at one, and um, oh. Michael Hardman's at four. So we're in week 13. I wanted to go through this real quick before we head out, but we're in week 13. Here is your top five in passing. You got Josh Allen with the Bills, Russell Wilson with the Dolphins, Patrick Mahomes with the Chiefs, Baker Mayfield with the Lions, Jaden Daniels with the Eagles. Well, these are four of these guys just played like today, so that might be. Yeah, so that's what that's with at least 12 games, some even 13. Uh, four four thousand two hundred seventy five yards. I uh, yards per game. That might that might help more. No, no, no. I'm just I'm just saying how many yards is is the most right now. I'm not really caring who's top five. 
I'll just name him and I'm going to give you the yardage. 4,275 yards right now is the lead in the league. Um, that's a lot of yards for only 13, 14, uh, you know, 12, 13 games. I have to take yeah. a look at how many games he's played. Um, so Josh Allen has played every week and he's played, uh, so they had a bye week six. So he's played 12 games. So right now he's got 4,200 passing yards through 12 games. So there's five more games to go. Uh, you five, what, 300 yards a game. That's 1,500 more yards. So he's finishing around 5,700, which is, which is not, uh, the craziest thing. At all, um, not not crazy for this year's man, and we should say fifty seven hundred no. breaks the NFL record. But last season we had guys, multiple guys, go over six thousand. Yeah, we had a couple guys go over six thousand. That's why it's, I said it's not the most craziest. Yeah. Um, what is pretty crazy? Passing touchdowns. Jaden Daniels has forty three passing touchdowns so far this season. Yeah, he had and, like sixty something with Watson last season, so he's going yeah. for that. So he's played uh he hasn't played week thirteen. Um he had a bye week seven. So we that's through only eleven that's through only eleven games because he hasn't played his twelfth game, but he has um forty three passing touchdowns. He honestly he could break seventy depending on how the games go uh moving forward. Um you said that uh Deshaun Watson had how much last season? He had like 64 or something. Yeah, he had like 60 or something. Yeah. Welcome back with me, by the way. Oh, he's here. Yeah, yeah. He's just back. I'm assuming we're talking about. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think KMFO will go that far to throw 70, even though it's on pace. I think he'll do just enough to break a record and keep Jaden Daniels in the top five and get X Factor. But I think with him being in the microscope for the stuff that he does, I don't think he'll take it that far to break the record that bad. Yeah, he had 64 oh, touchdowns with so, Watson last season. He had 67 from what I'm looking at. That might that might include the postseason with my Madden. Yeah, yeah, that might that might yeah that might include postseason. That's right. Tom Brady had the most touchdowns with 70, the, but like. You said that might include the postseason, which is that's a bigger number than the most last season um, was from Aaron Rodgers with 53. Uh, But we had 50 from Tua and we know Tua didn't get past the first round. So um, that's a little bit of a better number to go go by. Um, But I find that interesting, you know, how many passing touchdowns he has so far. A lot of passing yards are up there. Uh, interceptions so far this season. I'll give you five content points if you can guess who's number one. Oh, for real? No, not for uh, real, yeah. because this is easy. <laughs> <one>. DJ Uagalele. <laughs> no, no, not DJ, man. You can forget about Zach. Yeah, Zach, Zach, the fucking Goat Wilson, has 46 interceptions so far this season. A-Rod, would, I, have hit A-Rod would have hit 60. Well, yeah, he definitely would have. At least. He had 60 uh, last year, I believe. Yeah, yeah that's did. what he had last year. Um, receiving leaders, um, Dawson Knox leads in reception. He has 83. Uh, Gary Bryant Jr., surprise, surprise, 
at 78. He's number two. Um, Why do you the, say surprise, surprise? Because he force feeds. He's, he's a new Cole Turner or Jarvis Landry. He force feeds the shit out of a new receiver. Like he just said, Cole Turner last season year. One, season one, it was Jamar Chase. Season two, it was Cole Turner. Season three, it's Gary Bryant Jr. Basically, if he gets a rookie, if you focus on him, you could probably you could probably take him out of the game. Um. So Gary Bryant Jr. Uh, finished has seventy eight. Um. Those are the two interesting names. Then you got sixty nine, sixty. Two. You got sixty nine, sixty eight, and sixty six. Running back, running back, running back. Abda number three. Emmanuel Hall number four. Zach Evans number five. So after a uh, tight end and a wide receiver, running back, running back, running back with receptions. Uh, receiving yards, Garrett Wilson has 1,500. Dawson Knox has 1,400. Uh, O.J. Howard with 1,300. McCole Hardman, 1,100. And then 1,000 from uh, Jalen Waddell. Uh, TDs, Devontae Smith has 14. And Garrett Wilson also has 14. So the numbers are kind of close here. O.J. Howard has 12. Dawson Knox has 12. And Tyreek Hill has 11. Um, rushing leaders, most attempts actually go to Alvin Kamara. Uh, he played last night too, so keep, uh, keep that in mind. Najee Harris before is right after that with 209. Then you got Antonio Gibson with 204. Harold Joyner, uh, the rookie running back from the Panthers, 201. And then Derrick Henry has 194. Derrick Henry has the most yards with 194. He is actually leading the pack by a lump sum with 1,452. The next highest is Najee Harris with uh, 1,284. Antonio Gibson at 1,278. 1,233 for Zeke. And then 1,068 for Jonathan Taylor. Uh, Najee Harris is leading the league in touchdowns with 19. Alvin Kamara, 18. Joyner, 17. Derrick Henry and Josh Allen both have 16. So 16 rushing touchdowns from Josh Allen. That is a wild number. So I have a question. Najee Harris, does that include one Dolphins game or both of them? <laughs> ah, that's a good one. Ah, good one. Um, into, uh, I'm surprised to see Josh Allen there. I don't know what he's doing. QB rap every every fucking time he's inside the fight. There you go. Hit it on the head. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, um, uh, you changed all right, buddy. What's, what is he... Is he only superstar? Is he X Factor? He got him X Factor, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he's X Factor. He's got Bazooka. What, what the Why, fuck's it, the point in doing this? It's just because guess, Josh Allen is the best goal line back on the Buffalo team. I just yeah. I don't I don't understand it. But like, cause you you know that's gonna get pointed out. You know what's gonna get looked at. Like you just well, you well no one. Uh, Josh Josh Allen is 6'5", 237. Like he's he's got the frame to just bully his way in there. So, you know, it's just the way you use them like a Cam Newton. I like it. I mean, hey, that, it is what it that's is. How we, that's how we you know, it's going to stir it up. I don't really care. I just, you know, it's going to stir up and cause problems. And even if it's, I don't you think know, it causes problems. I, I, I don't, I don't think the yeah, Russian touchdowns cause problems. I mean, I mean, look at, I, mean, I, I remember, I think it was the Patriots game in the first half. I think he was the only person with Russia Tim. They didn't have a single running back with a single rush attempt in the first half. You're talking only... about real life. That's just because of the way the Bills run their offense. Nice. <laughs> right, but they, but like, but like you said, it's the, he's the best line running back that they have. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, I, I just want to put. Say... Mark, 
Bubba Deuce. I would take it that far. It's smart for Bubba Deuce. I mean, 16 rush touchdowns a lot. I think some of that's on the opponents. They kind of have to sniff that out at some point. But, yeah, it's I would say it's smart to you, Josh Allen. The one on. thing I will say, if it's constant QB rap, it is like Jesus Christ. Like, we, everybody knows <laughs> that play is glitched. That play is legit glitched the way it blocks. Yeah. If you want to get an easy touchdown inside the five run QB rush. That's not true. If you blitz, um, if you blitz, so if you run it stock, he runs to the right. If you blitz and have a linebacker hit on that right, that right hole that he's supposed to go through, you could get him in the backfield. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not possible. Not I don't think means. it's glitch. I think it's just yeah. You know, it's people not, assume that it's it looks like it should be read. Yeah, and you think yeah. like your defense going to run a certain way. You got a, you got a, you got a left. Your left guard it's pulls and everything. It, it's blocked really, really well. Really, really well. It's a good play. Glitch. Nope. You just got to blitz when you know it's coming. You just got to know the formation. Nope. It's coming, and you just got to blitz. Well, he, he's cheating. That's all I'm saying. Uh, but anything else you want to add before we head it out? No. Not yet. All right. Everybody in PML, have a great day, and uh, enjoy some college football, and we will see you next time.